Welcome back to another episode of It's Always Day One, where we look at my feed from the last week and ultimately pull out everything that I think was good, valuable, and put it in short form. Apologies for the couple of days delay on this. Ultimately, my argument for being late is I got a bit confused. We have pushed a brand new feed, so it's now a nice flowing feed for you from start to finish. But we had some date issues, so there was a bit of a jumble. So you'll have to bear with me on that. But let's get straight into it. Number one, grow Amazon market share with coordination, analysis, and patience. I'd identify those opportunities, understanding product ranking issues, and setting goals. Thank you, Jason, for that. Go check that out. I'm ultimately looking at structure, if in my short summary there, um, how you can structure your account and always be thinking about long term rather than just that short term basis. Number two, does brand matter? A compelling argument that until you're big, it doesn't. I appreciate that from Rob. Problem and solution is number three. Really like this example from Parag, Parag um, of how a very simple product designed by his eight-year-old, I believe, can solve a problem. And as soon as you've got that product market fit of here's the problem, here's the solution, you can naturally do quite well. Product, um, point number four. Epic brand collaboration between IKEA and Patagonia, Midjourney, an AI image generator bot, which I've been playing with a lot recently from some of our A plus stuff, created a hypothetical collaboration. Thank you to Eric for that. Really interesting graphics worth checking out. Number five, Amazon to give UK vendors under GSCOP advanced notice for delistings. The reasonable notice period that they've talked about here remains quite short. Sudden delistings are still a challenge for vendors. Go check out Martin's post on this. Number six, 43 AI power tools that will help boost your productivity. I think Pencil could be quite good for ad creation if we're bringing it back to the Amazon world. I also think if you're a bit of a salesperson, whether that's speaking to potential B2B customers or let's say you're having a vendor negotiations, there's an app called Poised, which allows you to improve your communication skills when, um, when actually live in person on a Zoom call or a Teams call or leather. So can help just convey points, make you speak better, which in turn is going to benefit when you're negotiating with suppliers, negotiating with Amazon, negotiating with whoever. So number of interesting tools there. Number seven, a friendly reminder from Vanessa that FBA fees will increase uh, on the 17th. Go check that out. Um, if you've not already noticed it, it should be coming through. Number eight, want to improve your Amazon advertising. Forget the daily budgets. Focus on budget ratios like Tarkos. Agencies should aim for high sales to marketing spend ratios, as we know. But Philip digs into this a little bit more detail. Number nine, celebrating a year of success with the launch of Herb Tender into Whole Foods Market. This is from Mark here. What I quite enjoyed about this post, it's nothing really to do with I'm getting into Whole Foods, to be frank, why I liked it. They had a really interesting image on what I would define as a lifestyle image, but they've somehow involved mushrooms and weird-looking mushrooms to make this a conveying image. Go check that out. Number 10 is Amazon's 1P business dying. 58% of sales are now made by 3P sellers, but Amazon's strategy to maintain loyalty 
among those top brands remains very key. So if you are a top brand, maybe this gives you a bit more leverage knowing knowing these numbers. Thank you. Thank you, Martin, for that. Number 11, brands are making common mistakes when launching an Amazon, such as not taking that account setup period seriously. If you don't understand Amazon's in-house processes, not understanding also then the market opportunity, not understanding the competitor sales, and interpreting Amazon as a product discovery platform the wrong way. So avoid some of these mistakes that Elliot's identified and look to launch on Amazon well first time. That's kind of a given naturally, but he goes into a few more details. Some people go, okay, now we're excited about Amazon, we're going to jump onto it, but the whole process is pretty flawed. So if you've not launched yet and you're a big brand going onto it, there's some basics that he talks about that are beneficial. Number 12, unlock the potential of Amazon's sponsor brand video with new features like influencer use, commercial grade quality in terms of the the quality of the video, text overlays and more. Destiny just highlighting a few different points there that you can tap into to utilize this feature more. We're seeing great success from some brands but a lot of people simply aren't utilizing it or they're doing one video and going it doesn't work but the reality is imagine putting one image ad up on Facebook and then saying Facebook advertising doesn't work. The reality is you're rolling out perhaps a hundred different variations. It's a continuous experiment. Your ads manager should be pushing you on that on a regular basis. I know ours are. Number 13, Amazon making a push to attract luxury fashion brands onto its platform. Um, But as you can expect, many brands are still concerned about a bit of brand dilution, lack of control. Uh, I agree with James here. He's saying that the catalog tools are a bit of a mess and it's simply not a great platform for the time being. But Amazon are making it better. Will I ever think it will replace the this some of the comments, replace what they have these luxury brands on their own website, how they can create an experience and uh, deliver that added value, which they ultimately do. Will I see that on Amazon? Not in the near future, I don't think. 14, learning how to read the data. Elizabeth talks about this a lot, so thank you to her for that. Bid optimization and listings uh, as landing pages will ultimately improve your return on that investment on Amazon ads. Go check down that breakdown. I think it's a video from memory. Number 15, get your products to sell more on Amazon by bringing them to life and giving the consumers confidence in their choices using an array of different content types. You've naturally got your text, but your photography, your videography to showcase your products with similar items to give them a better idea of what they're buying. Thank you to Jason for that. Thanks, Brian, at Simply Modern for this one. It's simple strategy to reduce your competition ad spend and risk on Amazon. What he advocates for is competing on generic keywords for customer acquisition, growing branded keyword search volumes for those wild customers from the first purchase. He said half of his sales are from branded search, but we still want, or he still wants, more. This is how to reduce competition, ad spend, and risk. He also has a a number of other tweets, which I've referenced in the feed. 
There's also an update from Malta on how the deals are structured in 2023. So today we see lightning deals, which obviously run several hours. We see best deals or seven-day deals. We see event-based deals. We say visibility, you know, the top of visibility, top of search deals, so top deals, and a number of others. But that's now changing. Check out his post on the feed to see a full breakdown and what that impact will be on you. Another huge update is the bidding scheme for warehouse storage. Sellers can reserve additional storage, stating how much that they will pay for it in a bidding war, and then Amazon will grant requests starting with the highest reservation fee. Credits will be awarded to offset reservation fees when inventory sales. The changes aren't as wild as what we initially thought, uh, in Todd's humble opinion. However, there are concerns about how fair this is going to be and what will happen during the busy periods. When I did a bit of a poll on this to uh, everyone on LinkedIn, which is largely consultants, agency owners and brand owners, a large part of that poll fell, I think about 60-70% said that they didn't enjoy this new decision. Nonetheless, thank you Todd for this. Martin, 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 Martin updating us with the rollout of the second buy box across the EU as part of the settlement of an antitrust investigation by the European Commission. It's only displayed if the offer is lower in price and higher in delivery speed or higher in price but faster in delivery. Expect more categories to be added in the coming days and weeks. Thank you, Martin, for that. You can also see a screenshot to help you understand it. Over to Joe now, who gives us a lovely breakdown of how you can utilize the exported version of the search query performance report, always a bit of a mouthful, ultimately being able to create different buckets, different opportunities within it. He gives a nice step-by-step breakdown of what you could potentially go and implement. Shameless plug for me now with regards to the Amazon creatives, three steps to make your design work easier for free. Naturally, the first step is going to the creatives.georges.blog. There are about 20,000 design ideas for you there, all broken up into either infographics, lifestyle shots, as well as the product category you sell them. And then you can favorite create collections and send them over to your designer. We're getting enormous traffic on this at the moment. If you also then want the top 1,500, which is around about 1,350. I did say the top 1,000 initially, but that number's slowly growing as we keep adding to it. A-plus pages, then you pay £30, press upgrade, pay the 30 quid, and you get all of them as part of your portfolio in that gallery, basically, is what it is. So go check that out. Second Prime Day in 2023 called Prime Early Access Sale. So again, a bit of an update from Malta here. It's going to be interesting to see how many events or deal days they do this year. We saw an extra couple or an extra an extra one last year. I'm not sure if this is going to be across every single market. I imagine so. He's done a nice little breakdown of exactly what that calendar looks like for you so you can start to build your calendar your content your advertising strategy around it obviously go see that in the feed cheers we talk a lot about advertising but one of the things we don't always talk about is advertising for mobile what adam or aaron i should say his uh, recent observation was with five of the top six positions now being sponsored 
organic sales are ultimately slowly and will continue to decline as Amazon to push that more. So the first two he found with the search term were sponsored, third was organic, and then the next three were sponsored. He's saying that organic sales for him, very top seller, are declining and he believes they'll continue to decline as ever, therefore becomes so much more important to nail your advertising. Thank you, Aaron, for that. Over to Yogish now, who has spotted a new advertising type or widget for highly rated brands, ultimately showcasing the average product ratings and then the total number of ratings that that store slash brand has inside the ad, giving you the option to then follow or visit the store. What I find interesting about this is that consolidation helps reinforce that it's altogether a trusted brand that you're buying from. If you think of someone like Anchor, where they're going to have a massive volume, but also a very high average rating, it lets you know that you can trust buying from them the same that you can trust buying from Apple. So in this example, you can see some have 92,000 ratings, but overall, it's a 4.1 average, which may make you argue that's not that high in comparison to some of the others in the screen that can showcase a 4.5 average even though it's only 15,000 reviews. I think this helps keep you informed and might drag shoppers to the lesser reviewed storefronts which is interesting and beneficial for those newer brands coming on. Amazon have killed off their Smile program, their charity program which was I believe smile.amazon.com where a small percentage of your purchase would go towards charity. That's now ended. There's been interesting, I think it's a Reddit post that Brett shared here from someone who used to work at Amazon and gave a bit of insight into that. Go check that out, quite interesting. Another one from Brian at Simply Modern here, arguing that hyper growth in Amazon requires new products, stating 30% of our revenue is from SKUs under a year old. He then gives five ways to fuel growth as new SKUs. I do agree with this point that if you're looking to be sustainably successful, which is a term that I throw out regularly, then there's an argument that you can't just sit on products that are doing well now because competition is continuously out there hunting for your ASIN, how to undercut you, how to do something different. So you need to be continuously being innovative as a company and rolling out new products which solve problems for your customers because what works very well now may be a complete flop in a year's time. I've had many conversations with brand owners where they've gone, oh, a year ago we were doing this, but this one competitor has now taken 30%. And the argument kind of is, did you get complacent? What were you doing during that period? Were you too busy managing your ads and not looking for support with that? Were you too busy leaving your designs as they were and doing something else to actually go and think about product development. So there's a lot to be said for focusing on what you're good at, which may have been creating a very good product, which solves a problem for a particular customer. And you haven't done that for a year or two years or three years, or you haven't done it since you created that one one hit wonder. So spending time on your business in the right areas. And if this is good for you, focus on that instead of perhaps some other parts of the business. That is all from me this week. As always, if you'd like an Amazon advertising audit, simply go georges.blog forward slash audit. Within 72 hours, we'll sit down and tell you everything wrong with your ads, all the opportunities available. If you want some design help, 
We uh, have a new little side up now called Stage 2 Design, TWO 2 Design, and that's got all our pricing, how we work, how we do A+, some examples. If you want some creative ideas, creatives.georges.blog, that's going to give you thousands of them and the option to pay a mere 30 quid to get your top 1,000 A+, pages. But nothing else from me. Give us a follow on LinkedIn. Let me know any feedback on the feed, which is continuously developing, and I'll speak to you all next week.